friends. It is a Thursday in June, which means we've got a guest. And today is Emma Tesler. She is the founder and CEO of 95 Media. It is a female-run digital marketing agency that builds results-driven digital marketing strategies for scaling brands. She and her team help their clients connect with ideal clients, build community, and convert audience members into paying clients. Oh my goodness, right? That's what you want, right? That's what we want. We want to go from concept to conversion and grow our business. Well, that's what that's what Emma does, and she's giving us um, maybe like a peek behind the curtain, if you will, on two things that I know within social media we all struggle with and how to use, and that is stories and reels specifically. That's what we're going to talk about today, and Emma's going to shed a light on on this area and really just give her, her give us her expertise. Here's what I love is she is young. She saw a, an opening in this space and has run with it. Here's a little bit more about her. Her first exposure to the world of digital marketing was in 2015 at a college internship with an interior designer, and her her love for the industry grew from there. After working for several years at a top 100 design firm in Manhattan, she left in 2020 to take 95 Media to the next level. Today, Emma and her team have worked with over 100 clients in 25 plus industries, helping them monetize their online presence and see incredible results. With seven years of marketing experience under her belt, she is on a mission to disrupt the digital marketing space for years to come. When you meet her, you're going to love her. Go check her out on social. All of her links are in the um, description below. And I just know that you are going to benefit greatly from today's episode. Whether you're looking for better ways to harness social media, you want to cut it out completely, whatever end of the spectrum you're on, the, the, the heart of it all is you need to be connecting with your clients. And that's where niche into success comes in. Whether, whether you're brand new in network marketing, you've been here for a long time, uh, you know, you you feel like you're doing everything you need to be doing to grow your business. You're not seeing the success wherever you find yourself. The end of the day, the bottom line of it is because there's a disconnect between your messaging and your marketing. And you can take all of these tips and tools and tricks that we talk about today with Emma and put them into play. But if you still don't understand who you're talking to, frankly, it's a waste of your time if I can be so bold and just cut right to it. Your time is valuable and I want to show you how to grow your team faster and how to find more customers in the most effective and efficient way. And if you are not a fan of chasing people and sending those DMs that are awkward and you know, you're stumbling all over yourself, then it's time to figure out where that disconnect is. And more than likely, it is in understanding who you're talking to, who this person is. And it's really less about the attributes of who this person is. Like, you know, she's in her 40s and she's a mom and she's, it's less about that. While that is key, there's so much more to it. And in Niche Into Success, we go into those details. So come join Niche Into Success so you can stop feeling awkward about sales and start actually 
putting money in your pocket from your network marketing business. Go to bit.ly slash niche into success dot, sorry, I always want to add a dot com. Go to bit.ly slash niche into success, all lowercase to get started. Um, You can find the links in the show notes as well. Hey there, my unicorn mama. Do you feel like you're not having success in your network marketing business? Are you struggling to build a team or get customers? Do you think people will run from you if you bring up your company or products one more time? Do you feel awkward like you're forcing sales? Do you hate cold market messaging but have no idea what else would work to grow your network marketing business? What if I told you it was possible to build a successful network marketing, social selling business your way? A way that felt comfortable, authentic, and easy. Imagine if new customers and team members came to you and they actually wanted your products and to work with you. It's possible to have success by simplifying your process so you can convert in less time. I'm Michelle. Hey there. And after more than a decade in the network marketing industry, I finally figured out a system to help me show up as the audacious, unique unicorn God created me to be to use my time efficiently and effectively while not being tied to social media and having more fun in the process. In this podcast, you'll find ways to grow your network marketing, direct sales, social selling business through strategic goal setting, unlocking a growth mindset, social media strategy, tactical sales and marketing hacks, genuine, authentic connection, and relationships built on trust. You'll hear from expert guests and some fun, spicy conversations with other unicorns just like you. So go heat up that cup of coffee for the eighth time. I know how it goes and let's get started. Hello, I am so enjoying this um, guest spotlight that I've been having here on the podcast the last couple of weeks. And today we have Emma Tesler and we met on Instagram, right? Like you shot me a DM. Yeah, (laughs) slid into the DMs. (laughs) You totally did. But in an authentic, like such a real way. I always, I always say it's so funny when someone shoots you an email or a message and they're like, hello, Michelle of growth against the grain and like completes the whole title of your podcast or anything. I'm like, "Mm, might be spam, but anyways, yours was not. And I read through and I was like, Ooh, this could be kind of fun. So here's Emma. I'm going to let her tell you who she is and then we'll get started. So tell us a little bit about you. Yeah. Well, first off, thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad that DM worked. And that yes. worked. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm Emma. I'm the founder of 95 Media. We are a female owned and run uh, digital marketing agency, and we work with our clients to help them build strategies that allow them to monetize their online presence. Because 
so often we find that clients come to us creating and spending all this time on social, but not actually seeing those results from all of their hard work. And so that's really where we come in. We offer social media management and strategy for our clients. Oh my goodness. You have hit so many hot buttons. People are like, yes, I'm posting all the time. I'm not getting the the conversion that I want. I'm not getting the responses, the engagement. This is such a hot, a hot topic. Yeah, no, and it's, it's, it is because it's so challenging, I think is what it is. You know, like there's, I think a lot of people sometimes feel like they get a grasp on social here and there, and then another major update happens and then you are in the dark once again. Um, so it, I totally get it. It can be very frustrating for us as a team. We have a Slack channel that is just updates because they happen so much. And it's just, it's like the most popular channel for our company, but it's crazy. And I wish like everyone had one of those because there isn't really a cheat sheet for anyone who's, you know, not maybe as in tune with social to stay as updated as you might hope to be. Yeah. So I I feel like if you're listening, just give yourself grace because everyone's figuring it out. And as there's a new update, which seems like it's every third day, there's like, oh, and here's a new thing. And here's a new thing. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I mean, you're definitely not alone if you're struggling with it, but hopefully this episode will give some good insights. Yeah. Yeah. Just add that to the challenges of entrepreneurship. It's fun. It's new and it's just ever changing. So that brings us exactly to one of those major challenges that I see with my listeners, with my, my personal clients is this idea of reels and stories. And like we were talking before, um, we, I'm, I'm a bit older than you are. And most of my audiences as well. And they get frustrated because technology, you know, we, we like things to be the same. It doesn't matter what the age is, but then you start throwing these reels and stories. And there's that part of our brain. That's like, I know I need to be doing this because this is what's getting me in front of the most eyes. But then there's that other side. That's like, I don't want to look like an idiot. I don't know how to do this. So what is something practical that you give your clients um, some tips to really utilize reels and stories and I mean, social in general to the best of their ability? Yeah. I mean, stories and reels, you know, are so popular because they are video content. When TikTok came on the scene in 2020, it really changed the landscape of social. Mm -hmm. um, And it really changed what consumers are looking for. And of course, what the algorithm is favoring. So the big reason why everyone should be on stories and reels is because it is what's getting shown to your audience um, a lot more than any other type of content that you would create for your feed, whether that's a carousel or a static feed post. Um, And it's what's going to bring in those new eyes to your account. But what's interesting is that when you talk about Reels specifically, they, sometimes we approach Reels the same way that we approach our other feed content, which typically is educational or, you know, here's my product type of thing. But really reels are for entertainment and to get those new eyes on your content Mm -hmm. so that they can go back to your profile and then consume the rest of your content that you have living there. And then of course, ultimately convert to a paying client off of the platform. Um, So instead of utilizing reels as just another piece of content, like, you know, here's three tips, let me point to the screen or do a dance or whatever it is. Like I always encourage people to approach reels 
as entertainment instead. So how can we grab your audience's attention? You have like six seconds to grab people's attention, probably less at this point. It's, it's shrinking by the moment. For sure. It was, I think six seconds was the statistic before COVID. So I'm sure that that has gone down significantly. I'm sure. Um, but no, I mean, I think that if you approach reels and from a lens of entertainment, it kind of takes that pressure off of them as well. Um, it becomes less intimidating when you look at it as, okay, I'm just going to do this thing. and I might feel stupid doing it, but I'm just going to get it done because the amount of reach that you get on a reels post versus any other type of content is going to be exponentially higher. And even if you get, you know, 300 plays on that video, which is fairly low for, I would say most accounts, but it happens, it's still better than the 150 reach that you're getting on a feed post um, to your profile. So that's why I really encourage everyone to take that stab at it and just do it, (laughs) bite the bullet, because I know it can be really difficult, especially when you're first getting started with them. But honestly, it really pays off in the long run. Yeah. And, and one thing that I always like to remind my audience and my, my clients is reels is a business tool. Instagram as a whole is a business tool, just like you would be sending out mailers for your brick and mortar, or you're sending out emails or you're saying like, it's just another tool. And the whole idea is to bring people to your store. So if you have a brick and mortar, you're doing all the things you're jumping through all the hope, the hoops, because you've got like physical rent to pay. You've got payroll, you've got all of these things, right? Somehow I don't know why, but when we have a virtual business, we tend to forget of all of these business tools that we still need to take part of. Maybe you're not buying business cards, but you're still, you still have to get people to your, your business in some way. Yes. I don't know what it is about the online space. It's so common what you just talked about. Like it really is so, so. So often I see clients be like, okay, well, I created this thing and no one's buying. I'm like, well, yeah, like, of course. <laughs> wait, like, oh, wait, you have to do more than create it? Like you, you opened an ice cream shop and no one walked in the door. Like, I know, like, tell me something else. Like, I don't understand what the problem is here. So it's really funny because it is such a problem when we think like, okay, well, we're online and like everyone can approach us. We're not like location specific, like a brick and mortar would be. But the reality is there really are kind of phases that we have to go through with our marketing, whether that is approaching it as, you know, certain types of content, get people in the door and certain types convert, or it's, you know, creating warming content versus launch content. So, you know, like if you're releasing a new product or offer, you need to plan a launch. You need to really map out like, how am I going to be warming the audience to get ready for this offer so that when this drops, it makes perfect sense. And they are just, you know, cannot wait to get inside. Um, but way too often people are just dropping the offer and being like, oh my gosh, I have 3000 followers. But then you get one sale because they just weren't ready for the buy. Yeah. I find that this is a big problem with my, my expertise is in the social selling network marketing space. And there tends to be this, there's such freedom that comes in this. We don't have to package, you know, products. We don't have to like physically take the order. We don't have to manage the returns and, and whatnot. But with that tends to be a little bit of a disconnect 
in treating your business like a business. And everything that you just said is where I feel that gap is. And then comes this frustration within this industry of people saying, well, people don't take me seriously. Well, cause you didn't take yourself seriously. You're not treating your business like a business. You enrolled with a company. You did a post saying, Hey, I'm here. I'm selling with whatever. And you expected everyone to come clamoring to you. You forgot that social media reels, stories, posts, whatever you're doing is meant to create that no like, and trust. Yeah. And I mean, especially with social selling, it's so much more about you versus the product at the end of the day, people are going to buy the product because of you. Like it really just goes back to the basis of influencing. Like you're just, you're just an influencer for one company versus an influencer for multiple or anybody, you know what I mean? So when you look at what's successful about influencers, it is that they share their lives and you feel like you're a part of their lives and then there's products thrown in and they recommend, et cetera. But if they were just, and I'm sure we've all followed influencers like this who just talk about products and you're like, dear God, please tell me something else. Like, <laughs> I get it. You know what I mean? And I think yep. that the turnoff there is that you don't have trust with those people because it's clear that they're just talking about product because they want to sell it. And the same principle really lies with social selling. It's like, you have to find that balance. And I think one of the big pieces that throws off the balance is when you don't, you aren't vulnerable. You don't allow yourself to get vulnerable on social. And it honestly just requires it, especially in this field. Um, and when it, you know, stories are probably the best way to do that. You know, stories are where we can be the most raw and authentic and no makeup and, you know, like getting out of bed and, it's interesting because we're seeing this culture of like more authentic content on TikTok as well. And it kind of started on stories, um, but it's now evergreen on TikTok, but I could go down a whole other rant on that. But, but I think going back to stories, you know, it's a great place to get vulnerable and to really, again, approach it as entertainment for your audience. And then as you're kind of telling the story of your day, um, introducing those characters, whether that's your dog or your child or your husband, um, because again, when we think about entertainment, it's not just you, like there are characters in your life, just like how there's characters in your favorite show. And it all kind of ties into increasing your conversions at the end of the day. Yeah, that is so good. And I find myself in a, in a, a point right now where I'm like, oh, that's right. I need to add in like my family a little bit and, and do that because it can be so easy to be like work, 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 work. And then when you go outside of like what you're in the process of doing, it takes extra work and it's hard. And I'm like, oh, but how do I make it authentic? I don't want it to be weird. And, you know, like kind of navigating that and such is the life of an entrepreneur of like, okay, this ups and downs and, and figuring that out. And once you figure kind of that flow, it changes a little bit. And, you know, here we are in summertime. Now my kids are home, like changing all of that. But the reality is it doesn't have to be that difficult. Right. Yeah. But I mean, what you just said about it, you wanting it to be authentic throughout your day, but it takes time out of your day to actually do it. And that's something a lot of people don't consider whether you're in social selling or you're an entrepreneur or however it is like, it does take time. And so if it's something that you're serious about, I, I always just recommend like time blocking, like literally put it in your calendar. Okay. 9am, I'm going to spend 15 minutes on stories or recording a reel then at 12 and then at six, like 
scheduling, I mean, I'm a big schedule person, but I think to get things done, it has to be a part of your daily routine. Um, and actually getting that time on the calendar, I think is probably a really effective way to make sure it gets done throughout your day in an authentic way, but you're making it, um, very intentional. Yeah. One of my friends I so admire is she, she doesn't always film and post on the same day. And I was like, that is novel. Oh my gosh. Why, why is that so brilliant? Like take the pressure off. Like you can do all your recording one day and share it the next day as if it happened. Like no one really cares that it's not timestamped for that particular day. It's just figuring out what, what works for you. Yeah. I mean, I know that some entrepreneurs literally batch out their story content in the beginning of the week. Um, I, I don't recommend batching your story content just because like, it is where people want to see like what's happening, but at the end of the day, do they know? No, they don't. Um, but so if that, if batching it out ahead of time is how you get it done, like absolutely do it. But I think stories are probably the place where you can be a little bit more off the cuff and just kind of like show bits and pieces because I don't think we all even really recognize how interesting our lives are to other people. We look at it and we're it like, it seems dreadfully boring. Of course. Like I stare at my computer all day and like, I forget to get on stories all the time. I'm like, oh crap. Like I could have actually shared like, you know, all these things that I'm working on. I do 25 million things a day. And I thought that was just like a boring day, but actually that's quite interesting to other people in the way that we present it, you know? So not always like assuming that what we're doing is boring either. And that we have to do this big extravagant, you know, thing to be worthy of getting on stories, like literally just show what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. That is so valuable. So, um, I'm, I'm a big fan on like simple, like keep it simple. And because the more we overcomplicate it, which I have like a PhD in overcomplicating just like the stupidest thing. And, and then in my head, I'm like, Oh, it's not it, everything that we talked about. Like, Oh, it's not that great of a thing or whatever. And yet how many times do I sit and watch somebody's story of them, like driving to a trip or doing So, okay. Mental note, Michelle, share my boring life with other people. They'll find it less boring. Yes, do it. <laughs> I love it. Emma, you are so talented and I just appreciate your practical advice and practical thoughts. And I'm just so inspired by you. I told you before, when we talked that I'm like, I want my daughters to recognize like the opportunities that are available. And I'm just so, um, like truly inspired and impressed by what you've done, um, at, at this age in your life. Like it's amazing and so cool. So good for you. Thank you. Yeah. I think it's, it's awesome that there are so many more opportunities now and you really can just do, you know, whatever you want rather than follow like one path. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So tell everyone where they can find you. What do you offer? Because I know so many people are like, wait a second, I can hire Emma and she can, she can do all of this. So (laughs) share, what is it that you do and how do you, um, where can they find you? Yeah. So we have two main offers. So basically done for you or done with you is kind of how I like to, to say it. So done for you is our best-selling offer. It's social media management. So it's fully done for you from content creation, copywriting, hashtags, posting, engagement, reporting on analytics, et cetera. Um, that is, you know, typically the package our clients go into when they're just ready to completely get social media marketing off of their plate. Um, you know, it's a bit harder with social, social selling because it does require you on stories, but besides stories, we have got it all covered in that package. 
Um, and then if you're not ready for, you know, fully handing it off to somebody else, we do offer strategy intensives. So that is a one hour call with me. Um, you're really kind of diving into what are you doing currently? What's a strategy that we can put into place and then ultimately help you hit your goals of converting your audience into paying clients faster and more efficiently. <laughs> I, I love it. Faster and more efficiently. Yes. 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 Exactly. So that's the two ways you can work with us. Um, we actually have just launched a new website as well. So that is 95media.co and we also released a new free mini course. It's like an entire course and we're just giving it away for free because I'm very excited about everything that's inside. It's called Master Your Marketing and you can grab that on our website as well. Um, I'm sure we can like link it in the, in the notes, but that's a really great course. If you're really just kind of looking to get started, get your feet wet in your marketing yourself, um, that would be great to do before maybe like booking a strategy intensive, just so you kind of have like our means and methods in your back pocket already. And then we can really kind of take it to the next level on the call. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. I will link everything in the show notes. Where can you be found on Instagram? Yes. On Instagram. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> we are 90.5.media. Um, it's spelled out and I, and I N E T Y F I V. We did not think about this when we named the brand, but <laughs> 99 media. I am there all the time on stories, reels, et cetera. So I'd love to connect there as well. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Emma. I appreciate it. I'll talk thank to you soon. <laughs> I hope that this episode spoke to you in some way. I hope that you take something simple away from it. What I love about this is that reminder that stories and meals like have fun. Use these as an opportunity to let your personality show through. So let me know what spoke to you. Uh, take a screenshot, share it in your stories, tag me and tag some of your friends. Let us know what you thought of this.